Okay. Well, welcome, grads. Welcome, welcome. Uh, we have two questions today. Uh, so I'm you know, just going to get right in there. So first one. <laughs> oh, there's a weird energy today. <laughs> I was going to say, I, yeah, guys, I'm I think feeling it's because it. I feel like you're getting to know me more and I am just, I am just a little bit fucking weird, not a lie. <laughs> I'm so here, but my word is goofy. I'm goofy. Goofy, exactly. I am totally goofy. Embrace Um, that. Oh, absolutely. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Embracing. Okay, first question How to work through low motivation and low energy days with compassion and realism? Mm. It's clearly something I need tips for. I really like this question. Mm. I really like this question. Was there a caveat before this? Of I feel there like, was. Like my I I kind of just I just want to say it's not boring. Like we live for this. Good one. So just on that little note, um, I might as well carry on. Kick things off. Um, oh, I really like the realism part of that. For me, that screams fierce compassion. Oh. Um, mm-hmm. I think it's that yeah. our favourite word, ladies. Harmonious balance between fierce and tender so something i actually kind of say with this is um it always comes back to my favorite phrase which is is it a could or is it a should so if it's sounding like you should be doing something that for me is critical but that you could be doing something is the fierce compassion so sometimes it's worth thinking what's future me going to appreciate in this moment again being the fiercely compassionate person you are but recognizing if it's if it's critical we're we're told so much um in the narratives around us that doing nothing is bad and yet i think one of the biggest lessons that you've probably as a grad probably already experienced is if you've been running off adrenaline and cortisol for most of your life (laughs) And then we get you guys to regulate so you are without that adrenaline cortisol. Like you better believe you're gonna nap a lot. Like it, the body needs that time to heal and recover. It's like a big intense workout. You need to have a good night's sleep at the end of it. So it's it's recognizing what narratives are going on here. Is there a should and therefore it's critical because it's the, you know, if you don't do anything, you're a bad person. And really checking in with where it's coming from is kind of where I took that. Um, I think I waffled a bit there, but feel free to chime in, ladies. Oh, I absolutely loved that. Um, as always, very much on the same wavelength. I'm going to not repeat, yep. try not to repeat every, anything you said, because I think you worded it really well. What I would say on motivation is um, like you're not going to be able to think your way out of it. You know, it's one of those things that you're, it, it really comes to, getting into your body and doing. But I think where a lot of people go wrong is that, and I've said this on um, the podcast before, you know, we, we we kind of say like, oh, again, the word should, I really should go for that run that I said I was going to do. And then, you know, in your head, like you've maybe just had this really, really long day at work or the kids have been playing up or it's just been like, you know, one of those weeks. And you're lying on the sofa and if you're saying to yourself I really should be going for that run like chances are absolutely you're not going to have the motivation to do that so I think it's not relying on motivation but again the realism which I love love that you you 
that this person's used that word is I think going well compassion again all right do you know what the run is realistically that's not going to happen today but I have made the promise to myself that every day I'm going to do some mindful movement I'm going to be really intentional with my movement so do you know what going outside and doing that 5k run it's not going to happen today but I am going to roll my yoga mat out and I'm just going to have a bit of a rollabout and a stretch or I'm actually I'm not going to do that run I'm going to go for a walk around the block so it's like beating that all or nothing mindset as well so yeah like I said you're not going to be able to think your way out of this low motivation a lot of the time it is just doing but adjust what that looks like for you love that Tyra I've got something that kind of flows nicely from what you've just said actually so I think this is around acceptance for the low motivation and low energy and not all weeks are going to look the same and with that you could well I've got a practical again as I always do I use this quite often with life coaching clients is there's a non-negotiables list so no week is a bad week but you have a good week, a better week, and then the best week. Mm. So what does a good week look like? So this is the week where you are low energy, low motivation. And on that week, how can you still take action aligned with your values? But it's something that is of lower energy. So like you say, on a realistic week, then what can I actually do on this, this good week? Then a better week, you maybe add in a couple more behaviors. And then the best week is you've got all the time, all the energy, and you know it looks, it looks that way. So then that means... You're always taking action, but you can kind of check in. You've almost got like a little plan, guidelines as such. So I find that works quite well, usually. Really, but yeah, I love that question. I really love that. I might use that myself. Love it, love it. <laughs> yeah. Well, yes, good to have, good to have. I was actually, I was going to say exactly what Bianca said, which is, and to add to that is that our kind of society's idea of what is productive even like our work days is so based off a man's cycle like it just doesn't even take in women into account like we we cannot function that like we just can't like our hormones are changing constantly and can you imagine if you're like perimenopause all going through menopause I mean it's just it's just crazy but I think that the difference is is that the realism comes in and you being completely honest with yourself about when it is you just kind of being, a, dare I say, a bit lazy and versus when you are genuinely, genuinely are just tired and you might need rest. And I think the realism comes and the fierce compassion comes when you're being honest with yourself around that. You know, you know, we all know when we are bullshitting ourselves. Yeah, it's, it's, and when the bullshitting feeling is coming up it's then going okay well a how can I make this easier for myself to get to get momentum or how can I make this easier for myself because that's what I need so readjusting your expectations on those different days on those maybe different parts of your cycle maybe just accepting as 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 everyone has said like these days are just going to happen and what I would say is reframe that the, these days that are maybe calling for you to maybe rest, low energy days, what will actually giving yourself permission to have this rest bring to you on other days? And I think part of that is actually trusting, you know, trusting that, okay, today 
is calling for some more rest. It's calling for less um, intense movement. It's calling for maybe a bit more nourishment uh, of my soul. I don't know whatever it looks like. But therefore, by having that, I trust that on other days, my my motivation, and I'm saying this in like little, what they called, quotation marks, because again, you mustn't rely on motivation, but on those higher energy, energy days that you will get done what you want to get done. Or you will do more of the stuff that is maybe even more aligned with your values or, or more value aligned behaviors on those days. Um, so it's, and I think often is that we get so stuck in that moment of just judging the fact that we have this low motivation and this low energy that we then don't trust that actually maybe there's just one day where I, I just need to rest and I just need to listen. But I think it's, it's, it's those things of really getting to know with no, okay, where am I bullshitting myself? And I am just being a bit lazy and there's nothing wrong with being lazy. Like everybody is lazy. We all have those moments, but it's then being able to come down and be like, ah, I can see that I am sitting on this sofa, completely avoiding doing anything that might be nourishing for myself because I have low energy. What could I maybe do that is actually going to be restful for me? Because that's maybe what I need. So getting really clear on what what the actual needs in those moments. Do you know, what I was just going to say that it's finding out what the the, the need is. Um, mm, exactly. What is what is the I'm lazy. I'm no good. Narrative hiding underneath um yeah and also as well hopefully from your time in the program you've realized you have options so um and I, I do always use the gym as an example um but it's like okay I want to I'm going to use the classic I want to lose weight so I'm going to run I'm like you you know there's other things you know running could help could anyway. but actually there's loads of other options to you so food is a coping mechanism um, it's when it's the only one that we know we have problems with it. But now you have options. You can meditate, you can read, you can walk, you can do so many things <clears throat> as an alternative. And hopefully that's what you kind of, you know, gain from this is that you might not feel motivated and you might not feel motivated to have a, a best week, but you have enough in your toolkit to go, I can still have a good week. I hope that made sense. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. It's almost like, okay. I'm feeling low energy and feeling low motivation. You know, I had planned to do this, this, and this, but what, what do I actually need? And when you know what you need, it's much easier to then take action from that place rather than kind of sitting with the thoughts of, oh, why do I have low motivation? Why do I have low energy? It's like, what do I need? Like, what's really going on here? What, what's going to support me in, in, in this day of low motivation, low energy? And what then the first compassion gets to come in. What you can't feel, you can't heal. Exactly. Brains. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Love, love how like we kind of flow as well between. That us. was a good flow. That was a good. That was flow. Such a good flow, guys. <laughs> Should we move on to the next one? Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Okay, so. Next one is, I still struggle with wanting to see weight loss and body changes, even if they are small, but I feel like I am not seeing anything there. I know this program is so much more than that, but I still feel 
I still feel so held back because my weight is so high and it prevents me from being able to live life how I want and dream of. Any suggestions on how to handle this? I think if if the weight loss is is not happening at you know the rate that you want it to, or and again, there can be what you want and what is is safe. Um, that's you know two different things. It's you can always check in with your coach and see if there can be small adjustments made, right? But I come down to trust and that frustration will be part of this process and there will be weeks where you won't see changes i wouldn't trust your body image to tell you whether your body's changed or not i really wouldn't i love um, that phrase don't trust your body image i love that i mean <laughs> it is the most unreliable thing yeah. ever do not do that um so you know, just check in with different ways that you are actually tracking to see what your, what your progress looks like. But I would also just make sure that another one of those, those check-ins is, you know, how am I feeling in myself? Yeah. Because that is the most important part. Um, and we, you know, we really appreciate that clearly your weight is impacting your ability to show, to show up in the life that you want. And therefore you, you know, use use us to create a bit more momentum if needed and is if it's safe to you know going after fat loss fat loss in a harm reduction way is is possible right so we just there's maybe more things i think there also gets to be you know a, a question that you ask yourself like am i am i doing everything that i can yeah because sometimes we kind of say yeah i'm doing this but really are you are you are you doing everything that you can you you sound so passionate about this life that you want and these this life that you dream of but really check in and be honest with yourself am i really doing everything that i can to move towards this or what what more can i be doing towards this and uh, maybe what support what, what more support do i need um if you know if you're thinking about this life and this this dream life See if you can start to kind of look backwards in terms of like, well, what what does the different phases look like? You know, because I'm sure it's it can be quite hard when you're in place A and you're trying to get to place Z or Z or use both. Um, <laughs> and you're constantly comparing, well, this is where I want to be, but I'm not there. So maybe we can you visualize something a bit closer to where you are and that next step. So maybe c or d and what does that look like and maybe that can inform you what maybe more of what you need to be doing um so yeah that's my two cents i i love what so much what you said about don't trust your body image i was thinking a similar thing in terms of like is your mind playing tricks on you like i find your own mind can gaslight you a lot of the time you know if you are say not necessarily constantly body checking, but if you're always aware of your body and maybe you're, you know, that inner critic's always telling you to look and you're looking at pictures even and you're tearing yourself apart, you know, if the inner critic is that leading voice, you know, the inner critic is going to show you what you want to see, which is like, oh, I'm, I'm not making progress or, you know, that that progress isn't quite enough. You should be further along by now. So just be really aware of the stories that your brain is spinning 
and knowing exactly like Emma said, like your body image can fluctuate on a day to day. So start becoming aware of how different moods can make you feel in your body. You know, you can wake up one morning and the sun is shining and you've got a really, really solid night's sleep. And you might wake up and think, oh, I feel, I want to put these jeans on. I actually feel really good. But then the next night you could have had a really, really crappy night's sleep um you know maybe the kids are playing up whatever and you might wake up the next morning put the exact same pair of jeans on and be like no don't like how this looks don't like how that looks like your body hasn't physically changed overnight but your perception of your body absolutely can and I think it's just that thing of oh it's so frustrating I know it's frustrating but 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 patience you know weight loss takes time I think we've been sold this idea that you know six week shred um four week this 12 week that so we get sold this idea or you know we see transformation pictures where it's kind of like boom before and after um you know weight loss does take time and it takes consistency now consistency doesn't mean perfection it just means you know generally day in day out you are sticking to your habits so exactly like Emma said like having that talk with yourself and being brutally honest of like how consistent have you been um and not expecting any change after you know a couple weeks um because you're not you're not going to see anything you're not going to see anything after just a couple weeks it does take longer than that so having that you know re little evaluation and do you know what if you say to yourself I have 100% truly 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 in my heart in my soul I have been so consistent that's not a bad thing either, either. That's just feedback that, oh, I just need to tweak one or two things. Like we know that fat loss comes down to energy balance. So somewhere in the equation, you know, I need to figure out where can I just add a bit of movement? Where can I maybe make some smart swaps? So my calories are a little lower. It's not, like, this isn't a bad thing. Um, it's, it's all just feedback. Um, something I would touch on as well is what are you using to measure your progress? So if you're, using the scale to validate you, you know, is this actually in alignment with what you want, with this dream life, with what that looks like? Does the scale align? Is it the best measure of progress? Or do you need to start, you know, maybe having like a habit tracker of really healthful behaviors and using that as your validation of look how consistent I've been. Um, and final thing I would say about this actually is, start taking small actions now that dream life that that life where you know maybe your weight isn't holding you back what are you doing can you do not necessarily you know you might have really huge things like traveling or whatever and not saying like go on holiday now like just do it um but you know if you're in your dream life in that future that you're where you're fit and you're stronger and you're going on hikes with the family like can you start doing bits of that now like on the weekends can you start just going for a family walk together um like where like don't don't wait for weight loss to enable you to do that like start start doing it now and your body will adapt and go oh oh shit we're walking a lot more I better become stronger I better adapt to this um but yeah those are that that's my thoughts that's my thoughts on it yeah great love that love both of the answers there I think you've covered quite a lot really um the one the thing that I was thinking with this is that uh it's almost like it's it's okay to do both things at the same time. Like you can want to lose body fat and be working on your relationship with food and yourself. And I suppose so often we still see 
wanting to lose body fat as like a negative thing the whole diet culture thing but how can we yeah maybe even look at what the relationship is to wanting to lose body fat I think that could be quite a cool thing to explore there what was the um the webinar you did Tyra with the measuring progress the scales um uh tracking your progress and I dived into the the scales that was a big one yeah I think this would be useful yeah yeah that one is in creating a new identity it's in that treasure chest Mm. and I'm sure I sat in on that one and I think yeah that was that was a great webinar thanks (laughs) I mean they all are they all are but this this seems quite relevant here because the scales are a funny thing aren't they because it can really hold you back totally Mm. I've gone with a slightly more mindset answer compared oh go on then I like it let's hear it but again go on Rose (laughs) (laughs) thanks Emma Thinking about like where our women are at. So as grads, you you you've got this knowledge and understanding. And I think I might have said this actually in the other podcast. And it kind of backs up what Bianca and Tyra were saying, which is we we get to a point where we have got a narrative now that fat loss is bad, and it's not. It's absolutely not. It's just when it's if it's the only drive, it's the only measurement of your your happiness. That's when obviously as coaches, we're going to challenge that for you. And I think I said this again, sorry, in the last podcast where it's like we have this movement of like such body positive movement, like you have to love your body, whatever shape, wherever you're at. But it's other one where it's like you need to lose weight, you need to do this, da, da, da. And there's a bit of internal conflict as a result because you're listening to the, yeah, I want to be part of this, like, you know, love yourself regardless. Um, by the way, I'm, I'm saying you should love yourself at all times, but... But then you've got the other side going, well, you should probably lose a bit of weight. Like, you're just caught, aren't you? And that's 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 fundamentally what, you know, all the narratives do. They're extremes. To come back to that unsexy middle ground and go, I am allowed to pursue fat loss because it's in line with X value, you know, insert here, value. Um, I think that's a really important point uh, to sort of check in with what, what, what um, conflict is happening there and can you find a middle ground, a compassionate, middle ground but also um picking up on i think tara and ben keith but tara i definitely remember you saying it why are you waiting for happiness to come as the result of a body change life is too short like live your best life your happiest life with the things that you're putting off to do do them now like i think that again to take it maybe one step deeper do you feel do you feel like you're not worthy of that because i'm going to tell you now i don't even know who wrote this but you are you are so worthy of doing those things for yourself do not do not delay do not delay your happiness for the size of your body like that would be my number one i do ladies if you want me to share with the lovely grads my metaphor from earlier because i kind of think it plays yes okay okay go for it Another part of this is we get so focused on where we're going and what we've got to lose that we forget about all the things we've gained along the way. You know, again, that word gain in the fat loss world, like, God, no. Right. But actually, what what have you actually gained so far rather than lost? No. Yeah, that was right. So let's imagine ourselves as Dorothy in The Wizard of Oz. 
we're, we're going along the yellow brick road. We're on our journey and we encounter, I'm going to get the order wrong, but here we are. We encounter a lion who has no courage. And along the way, he gets his courage. Wonderful. We also then meet Tin Man, who doesn't have a heart. And again, on the journey, he finds a heart. And we find a scarecrow who doesn't have a brain. I feel like I could, like, you know, get into song here, but no one needs that on the podcast. Scarecrow finds the brain. So off we are, the four of us, Dorothy, Lion, Tin Man and Scarecrow, to see the Wizard of Oz. Wizard of Oz being the fixer of all things. He'll sort everything out, he'll make everything better. And as we go along this journey, we get to the Wizard of Oz, we get to City of Oz, and it's a complete farce. There's nothing here. We don't, it's all an illusion. It's not gonna fix anything. We could maybe think of the city of Oz, the Wizard of Oz, as fat loss. But I want to draw our attention away from the Wizard of Oz and come and look at what what we've gained in this. Dorothy's gained friends. We've gained some courage. We've gained a heart, which I'm going to interpret as your true self. We've gained a brain, which I'm then going to interpret as a new mindset. So we've got to the city of Oz. We've lost that, oh, it's not going to be fixed, but we've gained so much and we haven't given our energy to that. So from there, I said this to the girls earlier, you then get a choice. You don't have to stay in the city of Oz. You've got all these new things, new friends, new strengths to go on the red brick road, the blue brick road, the green brick road. You can go wherever the hell you like because you've gained so much and you weren't fixated in one point. You can go wherever the hell you want now. I love it. Love that, Rose. You are metaphor queen. Shout out love the story. Shout out to my friend Jules, who was obviously my muse, because I was going along. I was like, <laughs> it's kind of like this, and I was like, oh, we're on to something here. Yeah, <laughs> I love that. <laughs> and what I, I'm gonna though as well. One thing I'm gonna to say off the back of that is, is actually, I feel like you know, you know, for example, this this client might have the certain things or certain roads that she can't go down because of her physical body right and that's that's why i can see there's such a desire to remove those barriers right so the more more paths more um different colored brick roads are available to her but what i would say is also just getting in contact with which ones you can go down now and allow yourself to do that kind of what like everybody has been kind has been saying which is look at what it is available to you what other things that you can do now um that are going to help you probably in your journey to where this dream life is is what what, and the way that you want to live your life and what that's going to look like so i think it's accepting that okay i'm not there just yet i I don't have access to these rows just yet which ones do i have access to and what tools can i use along the way and the ones that are available to me and trust that I will be able to have access to those because they're there, they're just waiting. So, but Rose, love it, love it. Question: A question that you, we could finish here with is, um, how can I find joy in this journey? So actually, look for the things that because the joy is in the journey, right? Because you never really get there. Mm. Yeah. So there's always something. There's always yeah. Something how how can want. you find the joy in your journey now? I think what everyone said is hopefully going to help you do that because I think when you so 
kind of listening to what you're saying there about you know it is um a part of her journey to achieve achieve let's let's remove that word to what's the word experience fat loss yeah um, yeah achieve sounds like it's a test so i don't want that but i think work towards work towards thank you um and i think everything we've said hopefully lessens the pressure because i think when you have pressure we become a little bit tunnel vision so then it's almost like that's all we kind of give our focus to and that's going to be supported by the narrative and social media especially at the moment like the get ready for summer shit yeah that it is written everywhere into like into our brain so i think to be able to kind of release that pressure and see fat loss is something as well as what you're doing i think is really really important and it kind of reminded me you just saying there um and this is i really want to put this disclaimer in this is not saying um that if you're pursuing fat loss it means you're injured but when i was injured all i could think about were the things i couldn't do mm. and i really had to shift my mindset of going there are still plenty of things i can do so again it's that reframing your mindset but hopefully with what we've given you today it, it, it helps you do that because these negative emotions they weigh heavy they weigh so heavy and you need to feel free and light to make decisions based on your values and what's in alignment with you and i've chatted a lot on this question <laughs> great answers great Love answers it yeah powerful stuff well hopefully that's been useful guys and uh, we look forward to having more questions uh, next month. But yeah, sending you lots of love as always. Uh, and we're right on time. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Bye. Okay, team. Bye. Bye. See you tomorrow.